They say that rich people can be very lonely. Uh, they say that famous people, whether they're stars, popular musicians, they can be extremely lonely people. Well, how could you be lonely if you have fame? How could you be lonely once you have a ton of money? Well, it's partly because you're surrounded by people who want to be your friend. But because you're wealthy, because you're much admired and you're prominent, you can't tell if people just want a piece of you. They're not true friends. They want to befriend you so that they can just share in some of the benefits of your wealth, your beauty, or your glory. But there is something about how we as human beings are wired that does pursue that. Because in the beginning, people were made to be with one who is greater. We were made to be around one who had greater glory, greater skills, who was on top, the Lord God. We were meant to be close to that, not to be close to movie stars, not to be great influencers online. We were made to be close to the one who was on top. And we want a piece of him. The rich person, surrounded by dozens of requests every day for a piece of the wealth, Can you help me with some money? Can you score me a position in your organization? Can you take me to your summer house? The rich person runs out. All those requests, just wanting a piece of him. The rich person runs out very quickly. In this table, we take pieces of our Lord Jesus, and he will never run out. You might come and you you might say, "I I just feel so grubby doing that. So grasping. There's no parity in the relationship. If that's how I'm coming to the table, trying to get a piece of Jesus, I'm actually ashamed to be so dependent, so needy with Jesus. It's true. It is completely one-sided. That's how bad off we are. That's how bad off we are. They say in some countries, if you visit there as a tourist and you're a tourist from a wealthier country, maybe from some Western country, and you go and you visit, you will be mobbed by beggars. You'll be mobbed specifically by street children, beggars of children beggars, child beggars who will swarm you, holding out their hands, even stealing from you, asking from you. And, and you, you might be told, the way to deal with that is just drive them off. Get back. Keep off. Jesus welcomes you. Jesus embraces you. Jesus came to pour himself out for needy beggars who wanted a piece of him. Beggars who would come and have nothing to give him, nothing to give him except for our tattered sin. Will you come to this table like that? In this meal, the the bread is the body of Jesus, the Son of God. We had to be punished So he became us. He became human. In this meal, the wine is the blood of Jesus, the Son of God. There were so many of us with so many of our sins. It took God himself to shed blood to pay that price. And so when you take this supper, you're saying, Jesus, I have nothing. And you have everything. And I need everything from you. 
Jesus, die in my place. Jesus, give me your righteousness. Jesus, be gracious to me, a sinner. And so Jesus arranged this new Passover meal and said, do this. Do this in remembrance of me, and I will feed you as you do this. If you've come to know Jesus Christ in this way, if you're reconciled to God through what Jesus has done here, if you believe on him, come to this table. And if you're a member of good standing in a gospel-believing church, come to this supper. If you're here and you're just checking this all out and you don't believe this about Jesus, maybe your interest is piqued, don't take the supper. Just sit back, take it in. We'd love to talk more about it. Uh, but don't take the supper. It, it would not hurt you, help you. It would hurt you. Now, as we come to the table, let's pray. Lord, come to us. Take bread and wine and spiritually transform it into the body and to the blood of Jesus and enable us spiritually to feed on him. We need more of him. There is nothing that could satisfy us, nothing that could cure us, nothing that could make us keep growing, nothing that could give us life except for the one who is the way, the truth, and the life, the bread which came down from heaven for us. We pray that you would nourish us in this supper, convince us that our sins are fully dealt with, that we're embraced by the Father through the work of the Son. Come to us in the supper tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.